So I uh, I posted a video on TikTok, and if you are listening to this from TikTok, hello. <laughs> um, it's it's really hard to take very dense topics and, and, and concepts and condense them into a 60 second video, um, which is obviously what the platform TikTok does. And I understand that TikTok is not meant inherently for discussing theories like eternalism or determinism or quantum immortality or retrocausality, which is what we will be discussing in this episode today. I get that. However, I still want to use the platform in that way because that's the challenge, right? Can I take something that is decidedly complex and simplify it down to a 60 second you know, soundbite, right? Where a person can listen to it and at the very least get the general idea. Maybe they don't understand, you know, the theories behind it, but they can get the general idea of what I mean. And then I can expand upon it on a podcast where I've got nothing but time. Actually, I don't have nothing but time. I try to give myself a maximum of an hour to to talk on my podcast because um, I'm sure you guys have other things to do uh, then listen to me ramble. <laughs> um, so there, there it is. Um, but this episode is about quantum retro causality. It's about probability. It's about actualizing realities that future or possible future realities that you want to experience. Now you're hearing all this and you're probably like falling asleep. Don't. Okay. Stay with me. One of the one of my hobbies, I guess, <laughs> the things that I like to do is taking really difficult concepts, like I said, and simplifying it and then explaining it in ways that like normal people who aren't total nerds like me um, can like digest and understand. So don't let any of the words that I just said um, scare you. I'm going to really try to... The concepts are difficult, but they're fun. I promise you they're fun. Um, and I'm And I am... And I'm actualizing, I, I've, set upon, I've set upon a path of actualizing a probable future where by the end of this episode, if you make it to the end of this episode, you, you, you feel like you have enjoyed yourself. Okay, so that is, the, that is a future, a future wherein you've enjoyed this episode exists as a probability as every future. It exists as a probability to be actualized by your consciousness. And all I need to do is make sure that you actualize the future reality experience where you enjoy this episode. So that is my goal. I am your your guide. I'm your navigator. And I'm navigating you to a future in about 20, 30, 40, five to an hour um, minutes or so where after you listen to this, you go, you know what? I enjoyed that. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Um, Let's first start by saying block universe. So if you go on Google and you type in block universe, there are two different definitions. One definition says that past and present are uh, objective. So they exist, you know, they exist right now and they're kind of fixed. And then the future doesn't exist. It's just sort of out there. Um, I don't really like that definition because I don't think that it's accurate. Um, that's my opinion. 
there is another definition. It's like when you go on Google and you type in block universe, it's the first thing that pops up. And uh, I think there's another like uh, website that also pops up. It has to do with like engineers or whatever. And they explain it better. They basically equate the concept of block universe to the, uh, the, the, I guess, perception of reality or belief called eternalism. And what eternalism basically means is that past, present, and future all exist and are all happening at once, okay? So we're going to build this theory of what I'm going to be discussing to you right, with you right now with a bunch of different theories. We're going to blend it together to, to form something cohesive, a, a big theory of everything, so to speak my big theory of everything and i don't want to personalize it but for this episode let's just say it's joe's big theory of everything but i'm gonna i'm gonna give you support you know system so that you can go and verify this yourself so when you look up eternalism eternalism basically said all of time is happening at once past present future exists right now out there right to if you were a time traveler, you could pick a location in 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 space time to like let's say okay, I want to go to nineteen seventy five well, in order for a time machine to work nineteen seventy five has to exist right now right and if you don't if you're having a hard time kind of conceptualizing or understanding the idea of all of time happening at once and or you know time being an illusion uh, I would encourage you to google Albert Einstein's um, quotes on time okay because he basically said the same thing Um, so you don't have to just take me average joe or uh <laughs> my word for it um you can go out there and you can do the you know the research yourself um he basically says and here's a quote time and space are modes by which we think and not conditions in which we live the distinction between the past present or fu- and future is only a stubbornly persistent illusion okay the distinction between the past, present, and future is only a stubbornly persistent illusion. So once again, don't have to take my word for it. Um, if you you know if you roll with Einstein, that's what he says, and that that's his perception of time. There are others out there. So block universe eternalism, by my understanding and the definition that I choose to essentially roll with, is that because um, I find this to be more accurate, is that all of time exists exists right now and it's happening right now okay so that's the base level of of, of this conversation now next step probability even though all of time past present and future exists right now it is not just one past and it's not just one one present and it's not just one future the future at least your future and the future that you experience will experience exist as probabilities okay they exist as probabilities right so for example um and i apologize for what i'm about to say if you are a smoker but statistically speaking if you smoke cigarettes right the probability of you having an experience in your future a possible future experience where you will have cancer lung cancer is increased based on what you're doing in the present 
right? So are there futures out there where you smoke every single day of your life and you don't have lung, you don't get lung cancer? Absolutely. But the actions that you take in the present right now will influence the future experience that you will have, right? It, in, it increases your actions that you take in the present increases the probability of you experiencing a possible future where you, I guess, live a, a particular outcome, right? So it's all connected, okay? Um, I'm gonna give more examples of that, but that's just something you can kind of like, you know, ruminate on, okay? Now, another example. We are used to looking at time as linear. Time is not linear. To quote Doctor Who, and I'm only quoting Doctor Who because we are more, especially as a society, we're more familiarized with uh, visual media than we are with books. But a lot of the stuff that you see on Doctor Who, a lot of the theories, all of the things that you see in, 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 their, in the dialogue, they're pulling it from actual like physics, from you know quantum physics, astrophysics or whatever. In order, so those writers, they know their stuff, right? They're consulting with quantum physicists, in order to write these sort of lines like time is not linear, or even the idea of a TARDIS, time and relative dimension in space, takes into consideration Einstein's theory of relativity and space-time, as in time and space being sort of rolled together in one, okay? So the fact that they even came up with the concept TARDIS and they say, you know, the TARDIS isn't just a time machine, it's also a spaceship as well. It combines the two, right? So most people, when you think time machine, people only think, oh, okay, I just, I want to just go an hour in time. And it wasn't until Einstein, even though some people on my TikTok are like, well, this is obvious. Like, we, well, of course you can't like move forward in time without also traveling to space. It's not obvious. It's not obvious to the majority of people. Okay. And if you're that much of like a sassy person that you just feel like you're so above other people that, you know, you just know this, like good for you. But the majority of people who are working regular jobs and just kind of perceive reality in one particular way, um, it's not obvious to them. It wasn't obvious to me until I read a book on like, uh, I think it was called like the science behind um, what we see in the media or something like that. I can't remember the title, but that I was reading that. And the author mentioned like, if you know, if you if you're going to travel, you know, in time like you also have to take into consideration that the planet is also moving through space okay i, I i'm a full-blown adult i'm educated and i've but i've also grown up on media okay so it's one thing to have a common sense knowledge in the back of your mind it's another thing that when you're you know perpetually sort of uh programmed with you know okay time travel i can just sit in one space and then time can you know change around me or i can hop in a delorean go through you know a wormhole at 88 miles per hour and then it'll take me to the past like you don't think of things like that so she she phrased it in a way that i was like oh shit that's true and boom like it, things became clear. So of course I went to share that and everybody, most people were like, oh, that's true. Like I never thought about it like that. And then there was like the, you know, a couple people that were just like, oh, this is so obvious. No, it's not. It's not obvious. <laughs> they literally took Albert Einstein to figure it out. So that means up until him, it wasn't obvious. Okay. And it's still not obvious to the majority of people. So, you know, relax. It's, it's okay. All right. We don't all know everything. There, there's some stuff that I don't know right now. Um, that I will realize, you know, tomorrow or a year from now, you know, 
it's cool. All right. And what's great is we have a medium like TikTok or Twitter or, you know, Instagram where we can share bits of information that we come across with other people and, and sort of enrich everybody simultaneously. There's things that I learn from other people that that might have seemed obvious to them, you know, but if they if they if they stopped and said, well, this is obvious to me, so I'm not going to share it, then I wouldn't have learned from them. So even if something seems obvious to you, go ahead and share it. At the very least, the person already knows it. Um, but if not, like you just taught somebody something that could improve their life. So anyway, getting off that soapbox. Um, all of time is happening at once. But, but time is not linear. So we only perceive time as linear because we are the conscious observer. Okay. And I think I've said this several times and I've used, you know, game analogy to explain the fact that we're in a simulation to say, you know, when you upload your consciousness into the game of life, you really need to think of it as this is a a very, very advanced quantum simulation. It's not like the kind of games that you play on your computer. You have to use your video games as sort of like a point of reference, but it's not the total explanation of what this world is. So it's not just a simple, oh, we are in a video game and it's straightforward. No, this life, our simulation that we are living is a, it's like created by a much more advanced civilization, right? So it's almost like comparing, um, World of Warcraft to like Pong. Okay, they're both video games, but you know, one is a, a little bit more advanced than the other. Okay, so when when I say this world is a simulation, people just go, oh, like we're in a sim- we're in a video game. Yes, but it's it's much more complex than what we've even conceptualized right now. It's a quantum simulation, so it it, it takes into you have to take into consideration everything. You have to take into consideration parallel universes, which I've equated to just them being essentially just other servers, right? So if you're familiar with MMORPGs and you know that when you log on to a video game, right, you can, an MMORPG rather, you can choose a server that's basically just a copy of like a world, right? So um, Ogremar, I can, I can pick a server that's, um, located in, or, or it's for people who are primarily in North America, right? And I can log on and I can go to Orgrimmar. If I'm in the UK, I can choose a server that is in, you know, the UK and the time zone is in the UK and then I can play there, right? The the base level realities are going to be similar, similar from server to server, right? All of the same sort of, you know, characters are going to be there, but Things are going to be slightly different because you're going to have the consciousness of different people that are going to affect the game differently. So that's more or less what a parallel universe is. Are there copies of you in parallel universes? Yes. Are they you? No. You have to really step back from the identifying with the physical form with the body. The body is just an avatar. Okay. The body is just a machine, a quantum machine. Um, slash projector, you know, slash, you know, holograph, holographic projector rather, um, slash receptor, right? That you upload your consciousness into in order to experience this reality in this server, in this parallel universe. There are other 
universes just like there are other servers and there are other people that physically look like you. DNA is just like you, but the consciousness is controlling that their physical form is not the same as the consciousness is con controlling yours. You almost have to look at them as like your twin in a way, or even a clone, a quantum, you know, genetic clone, however you want to perceive it, but they're not you. So their reality experience is going to be different because the person who's controlling their avatar is not the same as the person who's controlling you okay so that's all this is all we're, we're building this is world building right now okay so we got all of time happening at once okay now we're throwing in parallel universes which you're going to equate to as uh as servers right so just look at parallel universes as servers and if you don't play video games and it's not you know it's hard for you to conceptualize the one thing i would recommend is play a video game i mean they're it's okay you know like if you can spend time kind of twiddling through instagram or whatever or twitter you can you know they have free trials you can download a free trial of warcraft i love warcraft um and then just play play for like a day you know what i mean so that you can see even if you're older it doesn't matter you know like just just try it because then by having that experience it, you can almost better understand what's happening in this reality and kind of work your way backwards okay so i encourage you to do that but if you're still like okay but I, I'm, I'm having a hard time following along i'm gonna keep you know there's a probable future that i want you to experience so my job is to guide you to that future where in you know 45 minutes you have enjoyed this podcast so take my hand i can show you the multiverse um so so that that's the next best level so now where does this all have to why do I keep talking about probability? I think I mentioned this a couple of times in previous episodes when I read God's Debris. And the conclusion from God's Debris was, if you haven't read it, read it was that essentially probability is God, okay? Um, which made me think of Max Tegmark's uh, Our Mathematical Universe, who basically said that our universe is math, okay? And to me, even though he said he doesn't think that we're living in a simulation, to me, it's like, why not? It's like they're just afraid to take it that one step. If you look around as a physicist and all you, everything you're, that you're seeing is telling you, hey, there are these fixed constants. Hey, you know, we're, we're seeing code, right? Hey, like <laughs> yeah, there's, you know, there's math and there's probability happening here. But you just don't, you're just not quite prepared to take it to that step of, okay, we are in some type of simulation. That's a personal issue. That is something more about you know your your kind of inflexibility or maybe there's a fear there you know just I, I don't know what his reasonings are um but I'm also the kind of person where I I can respect you know your background as a physicist I I, I do respect that however um I allow myself to form different conclusions than other people. I don't just go, okay, this authority figure said something and so they are infallible. Because throughout history, people say things and maybe 90% of the things they say are factual, but then the other 10% I don't agree with, so I throw it away. You can too, okay? You can listen to this podcast, you can listen to any episode, you can read any book, and you don't have to agree 100% with everything that you know somebody says right? Form your own philosophy, form your own ideology, form your own theory of everything. It's okay. So my explanation here is based on the stuff that I've read and I'm pulling all these concepts together and I'm sharing with you 
my perception based on all of these books that I've taken the time to read and masticate in my brain and digest and now I'm spitting it up. All right. So bear that in mind. So now what I said on the TikTok that probably brought you here was that every reality experience, all probable reality experiences, all possible futures exist right now exist right now remember i said eternalism black universe all probable futures all probable future realities that you want to experience so long as they fall within the laws of this universe right so somebody made a joke about oh so i guess i can be superman no so long as they fall within the laws of this universe there is no krypton you cannot be superman i apologize maybe in another universe krypton is a thing but in this reality um that does not fall within the laws of the universe so no you cannot be superman so back to reality um so long as they fall within the laws of this universe that future whatever future ex- reality that you want to experience exists right now exists right now remember i started by saying past present future all are happening right now so it exists right now right now as a probability though as a probability to be actualized by you the conscious observer okay so most people most people when you talk to them about the future they think the future is just one line and you know I'm just going to, you know, everything I do is going to take me to this path and at the end and I'm dead. That's if they even think about their future. But most people just think there's just one past, one present and one future. History is just one story. That's not true, right? Quantum physics basically says that that's not what's happening. Okay, we can we can hang on to classic, you know, classical, you know, physics if it helps you sort of get through the day. But um for me and people who think like me, that's, you know, I, I don't want to live in delusion, um, at least not the not delusions that I can uh, I can control. There are some delusions that I can't control, and I'm you know subject to it, like the rest of us. But for the most part, um, all all fingers point to to this you know being the case, and the information is out there. You know what I mean? Go and find it. If you're if you don't believe what I'm saying, you don't have to. But don't just go, I don't believe it, and throw your hands up and walk away. Um, I think that I've set a pretty good um, track record on this podcast. This podcast is a few years old now, three, I think. I'm not even sure anymore. Um, And almost weekly episodes. Um, And in every episode, I reference at least two, three books. So I am referencing authors, right, who know what they're talking about. And I'm just bringing the information to you. But what I'm doing here is because I'm an artist, I can create a theory based on all these other sort of, you know, ideas and and bring it to you to, you know, as a portrait, like, here's the story. Okay, so that's what I'm doing. All right. Um, And that's what my mind affords me the luxury of and my life experience affords me the luxury of being able to do. Okay, so probability is important. All right, you need to understand probability. Now, let's sit here and say, okay, all right, Joe, you're saying to me, all right, Joe, so any future, right? any reality experience that you desired exists right now as a probability, my response to you will be yes. Nothing is impossible. So long as it falls within the laws of this universe, nothing is impossible. 
Some things are improbable though, right? So if I'm sitting right now, okay, um, and I go, okay, all prob- all possible futures, and I'm using possible futures intentionally, but let's just say possible futures exist right now as probabilities, right? You can say to me, okay, fine. So then t- there's a reality out there where uh, there's a future, there's a possible future, not reality. There's a possible future, okay? And I'm not saying not reality because I, I'm trying to keep things clean so that, you know, you can follow what I'm saying. So I'm, I'm very, I'm trying to be very careful with the words that I use, okay? So you're talking to me and you're like, Joe, really? So any probable future exists, right? And my response would be like, yes. Any possible future exists right now as a probability, but probability, I've said it like 85 times now, is the key word, okay? So I'm sitting right now and I look to you and I say, okay, I wanna be a NASA, NASA, is it NASA, 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 NASA astronaut. <laughs> I can't talk. NASA astronaut, astronaut, all right, okay? Is that a probability? Does that exist in as a future, as a possible future for me? Sure. It sure does, but the probability of me actualizing that reality experience is low, okay? So that's why I keep saying probability comes into place, right? You have to, I talked about this a little bit on the previous episode, but I'm gonna echo it again. What are the odds? What, are the, what is the probability of me right now at my age deciding, okay, I'm going to go back to school and then I'm going to, you know, go through the training and then I'm going to X, Y, and Z. Does it, is that, is that something that is probable for me? There's nothing keeping me from being uh, an astronaut. Um, But the probability of that happening are low. So that means that there's a very low probability of me experiencing that possible future. Does that make sense? So there are things that you can do right now. There are things that I can do right now to, to, you know, put myself in that situation where I can actualize that probable future or that possible future. (laughs) Um, but the probability of me actualizing that is low. It's not zero. It's just very low, right? Because of my age, because of my, you know, experiences or whatever and because of the point of my time in which I decided to do it and my personality because at the end of the day I don't I don't I have no desire for that (laughs) I don't want to be an astronaut um so that decreases that further there's just certain things that will decrease the probability of you experiencing something so you know you you have to be you also have to be realistic right a millionaire Okay, how about something like I want to be a millionaire? Well, there's probably more, there are higher odds. I have a higher probability of becoming a millionaire than I do of becoming an astronaut. Both are probable, but just one is more probable than the other. So that's what I mean when I say that all possible futures exist as probabilities right now to be actualized by you, the conscious observer. So those of you who are familiar with quantum physics know what I mean when I say actualized, to be observed, right? By you, the conscious 
observer, okay? That doesn't mean that essentially, like, if I go, okay, um, okay, fine, I want to be a millionaire. I'm just going to think really hard on being a millionaire. No, 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 no. Because I've had a couple people also comment that, oh, you just have to manifest it. Okay, what does that mean? Well, if you think really hard on it, it's going to happen. Um, no, you, you got to do stuff. Like, <laughs> you can't just... You can't just think to actualize something, right? You've got to work towards it. You've got to take the necessary steps to increase the probability. You've got to take necessary steps that will increase the probability of you actualizing that possible future, okay? It's about probability, okay? Let's, I'm going to go back to, mm, let's see, lung cancer, Okay, if I right now decide that in the future, this is a morbid example, it's just the first thing that popped into my head right now, so but stay with me. If I right now decide in the future, right, there is a there is a possible future in my future, right, that I can experience, right? And one of those possible futures is I get lung cancer, God forbid. Um, okay, that exists. That is a that is a possible future, right? It exists as a probability. But right now, I am not taking actions to actualize that probability, right? Right now, I, I would say the probability of me getting lung cancer are extremely low, about as low as the probability of me becoming an astronaut. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm not saying it's improbable, but the possibility are low and they're low because I am not presently engaging right in behavior that will cause that reality to get actualized and experienced by me the conscious observer right I'm not saying that it's it, it wouldn't happen I'm saying that the probability are is low based on the actions that I'm taking right now I eat really clean I don't smoke you know I I, I have access to clean air you know I, I all of these things, okay? So you almost have to start looking at life as that. Let's use TikTok, okay? So when you go on TikTok, right? Most people, there are people who are just on TikTok to like just scroll and like videos and be entertained. And there are people who are actively putting on putting out videos because they in their mind, whether they see it this way or not, it's true. In their mind, there is a possible future that they want to experience, right? Let's say they want to be noticed, or they want a bunch of followers, or they want to make money, okay? That is a possible future. And that future where they make a lot of money from TikTok exists as a probability, right? So then they are presently taking the necessary steps in the present to actualize that reality where they make a lot of money on TikTok. Okay, now here is where retro causality comes into play and why I love it so much and I use it as a motivation. Okay, is everyone that goes on TikTok going to essentially experience that you know, possible reality? 
or actualize that probability? No. Why? Because just like there are some things that essentially keep me or reduce the probability of me becoming an astronaut, especially right now, um, there are some things that will keep them or not keep them. That's not, let me rephrase that. Ignore what I just said. There are some things that will reduce the probability of them actualizing that future. Okay. It could be maybe either if, if you just go, okay, this is what I want. That is, that's not to say that it doesn't exist. Okay, and it doesn't it, it doesn't exist as a as a probability. It does. But what are the steps? Somebody said you gotta put in the work. Facts. What are the steps that you need to do to increase the probability of you experiencing and actualizing that possible future? Right? Okay. Um, is your camera okay? Everybody's got those ring lights. Do you have good lighting? Right? Are you posting consistently? Right? So each little thing that you do, every little check that you make, right, increases. It's not guaranteed, right? It's not guaranteed, but what you can do, it, it exists, but it's not guaranteed. Just like I said, it exists. There is a future that I could be where I could have been or could be an astronaut, right? But I'm not willing to take the steps to actualize that future, right? I'm not willing to take the steps to actualize that probability. So it will always just exist out there as a, a very low probability of me becoming that. Does that make sense? I know it does. Um, okay. So now if you're going, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go on TikTok. I, I, you know, okay. What steps do I need to take to actualize a probable reality of me making a lot of money on TikTok? Okay. All right. Boom. I got a camera. Okay, great. Boom. I'm posting consistently. Okay, cool. Boom. I'm doing all the things that people say you need to do in order to get followers and blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Okay. Here's what then happens, right? As you're working towards something, there's going to come something that's going to kind of try to throw you off, right? It's a challenge, right? Most people, once that challenge comes through, are dissuaded. Maybe it's a negative comment. Maybe, you know, all of a sudden, like, their videos just get no play. So they, or, or people aren't re reacting to the videos the way they want. It still exists, right? It's not impossible to, to get a bunch of followers on TikTok. I mean, if other people can do it, and you've seen other people do it, then it exists as a probability for you. It falls within the laws of this reality, Right, so you can experience that, but most people, what happens is as they're going down the path, you know that they just they get discouraged or they just somebody says something to them or a bunch of people say something to them, and then they just kind of just like go, "Okay, well, maybe I don't want that anymore, or I'll try something else, and so then they shift off that path of actualizing that probability. You have to think in probability it's 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 hard at first but the more you think about it the more it starts to make sense if you recognize that what you want exists even if it's just as a probability it's it's probable i think that should be enough for you all you need to do is put in the work then put in the work and don't 
don't do anything to reduce the probability of you actualizing that reality experience. Every step you take, every step you take towards actualizing a particular experience, or to put it in layman's terms, towards reaching a goal, has to serve to increase the probability of you reaching that goal. You literally have to ignore everything, okay? You're from, you're trying, you're in point A, and point B is a destination in space time, okay? I say that again. You are at point A. I would argue you're probably at point H, okay? And you're trying to get to Z, right? And point Z exists. It exists as, as a probability in space time. Every step you take, needs to be a step that increases the probability of you getting to Z. And you need to understand that Z is a location. It's a location that you can absolutely get to. You can absolutely navigate your consciousness to that location. Navigate your consciousness. It's your it's your consciousness that travels from day to day. It's not your body. Your body dies. Right, cells of your body are turning over every day. Right, every day is a new body. Every seven years, you're a whole different person. Right, so it's not your body that's traveling. This is not the same body you started with. It's your consciousness. Yo, repeat what I just said. Go back and loop that. It is not your body that is traveling through time. It is your consciousness. It is your consciousness. You don't have the same. I told you this was going to be enjoyable, guys. Thank you for staying with me. You don't have the same body that you were born with. Your consciousness is what's traveling through time. So every everything between A and Z, just fucking ignore that. Ignore that shit. It's all noise. It's all noise, right? For some people, their Z is going to be harder to get to. Like getting to Everest. For, for me, if I decided today I want to be an astronaut, no matter what, okay? That is my Everest. For another person, their probability of them becoming an astronaut is probably, would be like, you know, a hike, you know, on, on not on Everest. But for me, it is more difficult. It will, it would be more difficult for me, but not impossible and not improbable. It's just what, I would have to, I'm going to have to work harder, right? It's just going to be a steeper step for me. Are you, are you following me? Are you following me? Okay. So you look around and you see some people, they wake up and I don't know, they put out a video, boom, 2 million followers. I'm still on the TikTok thing because it's an easy analogy. Um, and that's, and that's Okay. Like there's this girl, she had the most followers on all of TikTok. She has like a hundred and something million followers. And all she does is like dance. Like that's it. So for her, actualizing that, that reality experience was easy for her. You know, other things may not be easy for her, but that was easier for her, right? It wasn't an Everest. Whereas for somebody else, that, that climb might be their an Everest for them based on whatever. Okay, but that's just how it is. But that doesn't mean it's impossible for you. It doesn't mean that it's improbable for you. It's just you've got to be 
willing to ignore everything between A and Z and stay on the path until you get to Z. That's it. Now, I'm going to bring in um, quantum retrocausality. Now, this is slightly different than what I've been talking about for the last um, 30 minutes. Um, this is like fun and fun for me, maybe not fun for most people, <laughs> but fun for me. Okay. I want you to consider the effect that the future might have on the present. I'm going to say that again. I want you to consider the effect that your future might have in the present. Bear in mind, bearing in mind, like I said, you got to stop looking at the future as some sort of like thing that's like out there in front of you. It's not in front of you. It, it exists right now. And certain future probabilities, especially if it is a future that you are more than likely on, it's like your most probable future. I talked about this in a previous episode, okay? So everybody's got different futures, right? And different probabil- prob- different futures, different possible futures with different probabilities. So I have one future right now that that I'm going by what I am doing in the present, okay, there is a high probability that I will experience that future. That doesn't mean that there aren't other futures that I will or might experience, right? But there's one future where I have high probability of experiencing, okay? There's another future, like, like there's, let's say there's one future, let's use percentages, one future that let's say there's a 99% you know, chance that that's going to be my future. Okay. But then there's another future where depending on how I move and maneuver now, I might experience that there's like a 95% chance that I'll experience that. And then there's another future where there's like a 70% chance that I'll experience that 40%, 30%, whatever. Now I am right now presently sort of, you know, blindly flying through space, I guess. Um, at least my consciousness is, um, based on what I just said like 10 minutes ago, but it's your consciousness that travels through time, not necessarily your body. Um, loop that. Let's say that that is my most probable future. All right? Now, if I'm living consciously, this is what I'm going to start getting, I'm getting deep. I'm going to get deep, okay? If I'm living consciously, then that means that, um, you know, as a conscious observer, And if you've made it this far, then this applies to you. As a conscious observer, there's a future version of yourself, right? If you are consciously actualizing realities, this is deep, guys. If you are consciously actualizing realities, right, which I have been doing, right? I've been every day becoming more and more conscious, right? Now I'm just using layman terms or whatever, but every day I've been working on becoming more and more conscious. I've been meditating. I've been pausing before I react, right? I've been consciously choosing a, a probable future that I a possible future that I want to actualize, right? And I'm taking those steps consciously. That means that existing right now, there is a future me who is very conscious, right? Who has the ability to essentially 
actualized realities. And if that's the case, then that future me can actually influence me right now. Why? Because all of time is existing, is happening at once. So my future me is influencing me now. Moving me across certain paths, whether it's, you can call it intuition. This is like literally the best episode you guys are going to listen to because this is deep. And I intend to, this isn't even like ego. This is not pride. As I'm talking, it's like a revelation. And I intend to come back and listen to this because like chef's kiss. Um, And it's not even coming from me, at least not present me. It has to be coming from future me that exists right now. Okay. That future me exists right now and can thus influence the past, which is my present, to essentially navigate me to a reality experience where that's most favorable for her. And she can do that through intuition, through dreams, through revelations we we both are sharing the same brain the same mind we both share the same mind time is an illusion so there's no way that there's no reason i should say why that the mind my future mind couldn't influence my present self and the path that i take Every every book that I read uh, on how, you know, physicists stumble across, you know, uh, theorems and, and, and uh, mathematical equations and things like that, you know, they first consciously try to do something, it doesn't work, they go to sleep, and they fucking wake up, and then the formula just, just comes to them. This is, this is catalog, guys, this is chronicle, like, there are, these are facts. A lot of our sci- scientific achievements and revelations came to this these scientists in a dream and nobody really questions wait what why why does this keep happening and i would argue it's because their mind you could say it's a paradox but it's happening right somebody somebody said like you can say well this is too weird life is weird get used to it <laughs> like drink it up okay their mind must have tapped into their present mind must have tapped into the future mind where it had become familiar to them. And then they just they just sort of materialized it in the present. So in a way, they tapped into their own mind and revealed their own knowledge, the future knowledge to themselves. I have said, I go back and listen to my podcast from around February of last year where I've, I've constantly said, your future can influence your past. And it's funny I say that last year and then I stumble again on quantum retrocausality. Consider the effect in the future that proceeds and may be influencing the cause that you're experiencing in the present. This idea that the future can influence the present and that the present can influence the past is known as retrocausality. Look, time is not linear. Right, so if your past can influence your future, then your future can influence your past. It is theoretically possible. 
And it could mean that your future self's decisions could be the cause of the experiences that you are having now. It could be possible for your future self to steer your present self to a, in order to influence you into making a choice or putting you in a path that will ensure that their reality experience is more desirable. And you could say that that could apply to you as an individual, and it could also apply to a collective consciousness of, our, of the human race. I'm going to say that again. You could say that that could apply to a future self, as in along your own personal like avatars, like timeline. And it could also apply, it would also apply to the collective consciousness of the human race itself. We are evolving as a race. Okay, so eventually we will get to a point where we, I mean, we will. We don't have a choice. We will. We will because we have. And so a lot of the things that we see happening that we think are just coincidence, it's not. The, the future of our collective consciousness of the human race is retroactively shaping us now to ensure that we time and time again, steer and learn, right? Steer through time and manifest the best probable outcome for the human race. Loop that again, just hit the back button and re-listen to it. It's okay, I don't even have to repeat it. Think about it, think deeply about it. The next time you find yourself on a path and then you catch yourself going, what are the odds? Yeah, what are the odds, right? What are the odds? Pay attention. Something's trying to get your attention, whether it's your own personal mind of your, quote, future self or the collective consciousness steering your path down a particular probability path, I guess. It's deep. I'm going to throw some analogies out there to sort of bring it down a little bit, make it easier to conceptualize. If you want to bake a cake, right, there's a future where that cake exists, okay? I wanna bake a chocolate chip cake. Or chocolate, oh, let's use cookies, because I already started on chocolate chips, okay? So I wanna bake 12 chocolate chip cookies, okay? All right, cool. That is a reality that I wanna to navigate to, okay? Does thinking about it manifest those chocolate chip cookies? No. That's the problem, a couple of people commented, oh, the secret, no, it's not the secret. Right, it's the secret is, and I'm not downing on the secret because it's it's helped a lot of people. But here's me explaining why it's different. The secret is, I want to bake cookies, so I'm going to take a poster board. I'm going to put cookies up on the wall, or what I'm saying to you is those cookies, the, a future where you bake those cookies exists as a probability. What are you willing to do in the present in order to make sure that you can actualize the experience, the reality experience, where those cookies are now in your hand? right? The steps that you take now, you need to take those steps in the present to actualize that probable reality. If you sit and just look at a picture of cookies, maybe there's a chance that somebody will come by and bring you cookies because you thought hard enough. 
that is a probability that yes, you could sit there and meditate on I want cookies and yes, somebody will bring you cookies, okay? But that's a low probability occurring. That's a low probable occurrence, right? I'm not saying it's not something that could happen, but it's low. The probability of that happening is low. What I'm saying is you need to take the steps necessary that will make it so that you can get those cookies, right? What are you willing to do in the present, right? Okay, fine. In the future, the cake already exists. The cookies already exist. All right, fine. So let me go get the flour, get the sugar, get the chips, put them together, bake them, make the cookies. Every step I took from the flour to adding milk to doing the eggs to whatever, every step I took with, you know, mixing it, those are the steps. And maybe somebody interrupts me while I'm trying to make the cookies, right? And then if I stopped at that moment, then my cookies aren't going to be made, right? If I go, oh, wait, I'm distracted by this thing. Okay, well, let me just go do this thing. <laughs> you, you hear what I'm saying? All right, then th that those cookies never get made, right? So that future reality where I eat those cookies, if you have a bar, you can you can almost see the, the probability bar just dropping and dropping and dropping and dropping, right? The longer those cookies sit on the counter um, unbaked, right? But if you go, okay, boom, this is my goal. I'm gonna bake these cookies. Right, and then you go, all right, this is what I'm willing to do to bake these cookies, right? And you go, okay, that's my cookie. Those are my cookies. Now I'm gonna start making these cookies. And you don't, from A to Z, Z is baked cookies, A is the idea. And then you have to ask yourself, what inspired those cookies? Is it your future self eating those cookies that retro causality comes into play and it influenced you to bake those cookies? something to think about right is it your future self going i want to make i want to eat cookies and then retroactively essentially giving you the idea to make the cookies right that's where retro causality comes into play that's what i'm saying we're, we're kind of programmed to think that of, of life as you know as linear as time is linear and cause one end and effect and the other end. But what I'm saying to you is if, if, if time is an illusion and all time is happening at once, then your, the consciousness of your future self could, could ultimately influence your actions of, of your present self, right? So I, I, I did this video where I said, you know, thoughts just happen where they come from. Um, and, and most people don't know where thoughts are coming from, right? But of all the myriad of thoughts that you have throughout the day, your feelings of intuition, I should do this or I should do that. A lot of people don't pause and question that. But what if those thoughts are actually a future version of yourself that is sort of reflecting back onto your present self and inspiring you to do X, Y, and Z, right? I, in the future, am now eating cookies, okay? I'm not going to bake cookies, but I, in the future, there's a future me that wants to eat this cookies, that is actually experiencing cookies. And my mind in the future wants to eat cookies, but it needs me to take the necessary steps to order cookies right, from the grocery store or go pick up cookies, right? To do the work so that future me can experience those cookies. It's not, I want to eat cookies, because let me tell you something right now. The I of today that says, I want to eat cookies is not the I 
remember your your soul constantly changing and dying is not the eye that's going to eat the cookies if i go i want to eat cookies right now um i'm not going to be able to eat those cookies so i can't manifest cookies right now i'm not that's what that's the whole issue with manifesting because it kind of makes it feel like you've got to you know it's just going to come to you no you got to do the work so the joe of this present moment isn't going to eat the isn't going to be the joe eating those cookies at least physically my consciousness will eventually eat those cookies or is eating the cookie right now in some probable in some probable future or some possible future right but i've got to, i've got to do the steps necessary for for me to experience that but the joe of this present moment is not going to be the one that's going to eat the cookies because i've got to do x y and z it's probably going to be the joe of tomorrow with a slightly different body and slightly different cells, right? That's going to eat those cookies. So I'm, I'm the one who has to do the work for my future self to experience it. It's kind of sad when you think about it. Not sad, but like you're almost like a slave to yourself. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe you're working towards you know, something for the benefit of, of, your, of your future self. But you can also reverse that because there are a lot of people who are living unconsciously. They're living unconscious lives and they're making choices that are just sort of reactionary and, and they're living life, as I like to put it, um, on story mode. And the steps that you take, like to use the, the lung cancer analogy, you could be enjoying smoking the cigarette now, right? Um, but there's a future version of you that's going to experience the consequences of the actions that you're taking right now for better and for worse. Okay, so I said all that to say this, um, quantum physics is weird, <laughs> but don't be intimidated by it because if you can conceptualize it and you can think about it, um, it really starts, life starts really becoming more interesting um, and things start sort of falling to place and you start to basically understand things a little bit more than what we've been taught to understand, right? Um, for me, personally, I, it has been helpful for me to achieve my goals. Okay. Something silly, right? Like I, right now my goal is I, I want to reach, I want to reach 50,000 followers on TikTok, right? Because ultimately in the back of my mind, there's, there's a path that I see myself. There's a probability, there's a probable future that I want to experience. Okay. And I, I can see it in my head. Okay. And I intuitively feel or maybe the, my future self is communicating with me intuitively through intuition and saying that these are the steps that I need to take in order for her to experience that probable future, that probable reality, right? And so part, part of it is, can I, can I get my, you know, can I get my, my media account up uh, where I get a certain amount of followers and then spin that into, you know, pushing getting my, I'm being real with you guys, you know, getting my podcast out there, getting my ideas out there in film and TV, you know, in, in screenplays and books or whatever. Um, but all of that becomes actualized by the steps that I take right now. Okay. But by saying all that, I'm, what I'm saying is I don't have to manifest a future where I have 50,000 followers or even a hundred thousand followers, or even a million followers. It exists as a probability, right? Because it's not like TikTok hinders you or keeps you from reaching uh, a million followers. It's just, am I willing to take the necessary steps right now to actualize that? And for me, that's encouraging because I know that so long as I do the work, like those cookies, right? So long as I'm willing to take the steps to bake those cookies, I will get to experience that probable future. 
So then that means that all the other things that happen in between them slowing your follower count or whatever, it doesn't matter. It's just distraction, right? I, I'm getting to that destination. The destination exists as a location in space time to be actualized by me, the conscious observer. I hope you enjoyed.